Hey guys, on today's episode of the Team Train Life Change Podcast, we are talking about how growth is disguised by discomfort. Check it out. All right, Andy, um, first of all, how are you doing? Fantastic. That's good to hear. How about you? I, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's it's a little cold. It's a little wet, but uh, that's just Whew. mobile. I'm not cut out for this. Like, <laughs> this is... Listen, I'm from Chicago, and I don't feel cut out for this right now. So, so does it change I'm a, I'm over few, time? I'm a few years removed, yes. Do you get soft? I think that I have. Well, I, so there's there's... I don't know if this is actual science or if this is just a. a if you th- say it is, it is. We're the right? experts. We have microphones. <laughs> but apparently, if you are born and bred in the north, or at least in cold climates, you acquire something called brown fat. Yes, you've heard of this brown adipose tissue, right? Whatever. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that helps keep you warmer in the colder bitter months so i'm not an expert on the topic but i have heard people cover that so you're not completely making that up that's that's perfect so i feel like living in the south for (laughs) six years now that um it's kind of made me a little that's why you're so shredded (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. it's because i sweat i do know that it's science (laughs) that the lower your body fat percentage (laughs) is the colder it is and right now you're in the middle of a challenge, and I'm in the middle of a triathlon prep. So you should feel my hands right now. We They're probably freezing. do feel a lot colder. <laughs> uh, you keep them on your side of the table. You don't, you don't want to hold hands is a comforting thing. No, we're socially distanced right now, so I don't want to touch. You. <laughs> As in, we're not holding hands. <laughs> For all the listeners, we don't hold hands while we record. Um, but anyway, so the reason I asked you how you were doing is because <laughs> <laughs> it's not because you care about how I'm doing. Oh, I mean, I care. I knew that there but, was uh, something. <laughs> I knew that something was off. You know, just just judging by the title of today's episode, I just sort of feel like you know, like this is therapy for you. Oh no! Are you uncomfortable about something? Do you feel no, like you're growing very, as a result? I'm very comfortable right now. <laughs> um, so what are we talking about? I live uncomfortable though. Yeah, you know, I do. Nothing's comfortable about. The majority of my day right now. Why? The Ironman workouts aren't comfortable. Yeah. Um, and you're you're doing workouts outside of just yeah. F45. I'm keeping F45 in the routine. Whew. So everything. Do you my, work? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On a previously recorded episode, you can tune in to hear how we're talking about how I'm working more during it. Um, Yes, but that's not comfortable. I mean, every I really feel like the majority of things I'm doing right now aren't comfortable. Hmm. Recording podcasts isn't comfortable. There's a little bit really? of discomfort there. Really? Yeah, I, I, I mean, we were just, I you're staring was, at me the whole time that we this do this. Was fun. I thought we were enjoying ourselves. Discomfort is fun. <laughs> You've just got to trick yourself into that mindset. Um, I don't know, dude. I get uncomfortable even sometimes calling other real estate agents about a transaction yeah where i know it's something that i haven't handled before Mm. you know what i mean so yeah i'd live uncomfortable do i look uncomfortable i mean now that you mention it no (laughs) no i got a good poker face why 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 are you rocking back and forth right now um so so discomfort can come in so many different forms um if it can be physical, it can be mental, it could be, I don't know, emotional. <laughs> yeah. What else? Social. Social. Okay. Like social 
discomfort. That's true. This um, is very uncomfortable right now. Like, <laughs> dude, the, the funny thing is, like, now I'm working on some public speaking and stuff in the new world, like, once we oh. are able to do, like, yeah. live events and stuff yeah. again. Um, but it's funny to think back on because socially, like, I was the most uncomfortable. Really? Started when I was overweight in middle school. Just didn't want to be the center of attention for, like, obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but then even in college, I can remember, like, doing – taking the business course that replaced public speaking for, like, business majors, which was basically, like, report giving 101. Fair. And literally weekly had to get up in front of the class and give reports. And I can remember, like – thinking of excuses on the drive to that class on presentation day oh i wonder what would be believable uh, <laughs> you know what if i uh oh what if i got a flat tire what if i you know and walking down the hall and like sweating through my dress shirt or some of them were videoed like Wait, the professor with video colors in those classes yeah well <laughs> thanks for the pro tip now um but even like just seeing how red my face turned and stuff like yeah obvious symptoms of when I'm uncomfortable but now like I crave that public speaking because I endured those that's where the growth happened you know what I mean yeah and even now still if I have a super uncomfortable conversation like my ears turn red that's like a giveaway that's fair. yeah it's a giveaway even if I'm like even now where I feel like I'm way more comfortable than I was in the past with having a difficult conversation or um, you know, delivering bad news or anything like that, I still have that. Right. And I imagine you will always have that because as, as much as you practice, <laughs> there's still going to come that conversation or that situation where you find yourself in that... That you're not, you don't know. Right. You've never navigated before. That's exactly. a good point. Like exactly. you're always going to be growing from it because you're always going to be in a different scenario. Right. Absolutely. And who knows where you personally are at at any given point in life too. So... Right. Um physically though like physical discomfort that one's probably the easiest one where you can crave like you can begin to crave that in the beginning the workout sucks you're miserable yeah you're telling yourself oh my gosh i'm so sore how am i you know going to get out of bed the next day you're kind of talking yourself out of it oh yeah whereas like once you get in the rhythm you start talking yourself into it like if you have something pop up in your schedule that's gonna make you miss that workout in your in your flow state we'll call it you're upset that you can't or that you're having to change that, that it's not that uh, routine thing that you're doing mm-hmm. every single day. So I say it's easiest to crave that physical growth out of all of them. Um, I would say it's far easier to crave that one than like social, social. I was going to say socioeconomic. Social. I don't know why <laughs> I was going there. Um, but then social discomfort. That one's just And that physical one, uh, just to backtrack for a second, is so much more solely dependent on you right not not that these other ones aren't but that one like you versus you exactly right you're not necessarily getting like audience feedback right that's a good point right unless dustin's standing over your shoulder saying you can do better yeah you'll get a little bit of that at (laughs) f45 for sure um but that's a good point i've never thought about it like that that could be why i'm so much better at that one than the other so do you struggle? This is ta- my therapy you, session, do you, Michael. <laughs> do you struggle talking to people? Do you struggle talking to women? <laughs> I just I just needed to get that reaction. That wasn't worth it. Your ears are turning red. We're not going to go there, Michael. <laughs> um, yeah. 
much more so than a difficult workout for sure yeah but i think that even in that situation like there's so much opportunity for growth just from having that difficult conversation Mm -hmm. regardless of the outcome sure sure you know it could even be not your desired outcome but when you walk away from whatever that interaction is whether it be um getting something off your chest with a boss a spouse Mm, uh fill in the blank any difficult conversation I feel like regardless of the outcome and regardless of whether you feel like you did your best job of delivering it, you walk away from that conversation with just such a relief. Right. Or I know at least I do. Oh, absolutely. Well, I was going to say, one of the things, I know our default mode is, is business, but one of the things that I have had to and still <laughs> struggle with regularly to get over with getting into business is, you know, you have to get used to people saying no. And you have to be comfortable yeah. with that. It is easier to get that conversation out of the way yeah. Because each no gets you closer to that yes. Absolutely. Um, but that's something, six years on in business, I mean, hell, I was a, did I just, yeah, I said hell on the Ooh. podcast. I know. This Beep. just became PG-13. <laughs> um, but, but like, I came from a background of doing fundraising, and all the majority Golly. of those calls, the majority of those- teeth kicked in. Seriously, the majority of those calls, though, were literally just thanking people. Right. And the number of people who hung up on us just for thanking them- Yeah. Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that's good though i almost wish that i would have done something like that early on i was very scared of sales oh i still um, hate sales but people dude, but people I who really call me now i mean like they they're seeking me out when you believe what you in the product that you're selling it no longer Absolutely. feels salesy Absolutely. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like when i'm selling someone on f45 or on real estate services or anything or some of the business that we do together marketing wise like because I believe so much in the product, that's yeah. not even an uncomfortable conversation. It's for just me natural at this point where it was back in the day. Right. Um, it's also a lot more uncomfortable to do a sales pitch where you have the pressure riding on it. Where if you don't succeed, you're not eating. Yeah. That, that adds a whole nother you know layer of difficulty. But absolutely, you grow from all those conversations, and mm-hmm. I feel like I have over time to the point of where now that's not even a growth conversation for me. But delivering negative news is yeah you know what i mean telling somebody that you're having to cut their hours or you know whatever fill in the blank anything that might pop up in business that's still a very difficult one for me sales pitch not so much right but that's because i've built confidence through repetition in that practice you know the first one was the first membership at f45 was a very uncomfortable one because i'm literally have somebody who walked by it's a giant concrete place full of sawdust and all this going on i'm like oh this is going to be the best gym in town and this is why you should give me money in advance before it even opens <laughs> oh you've never heard of it before here watch this video it's from australia <laughs> you know like right, right. <laughs> so it's and if you and three of your friends <laughs> join <laughs> exactly so so obviously this can apply outside of just conversations so like what about um uh, I don't know, like, let's see, growth is disguised by discomfort. What What about doing some scary things? Like, I, I don't even know, like, what comes to mind is a haunted house or like jumping out of a plane or <laughs> cliff house. diving. You know, well, it's funny, you know what jumping I mean? out of like, the plane yeah. is uh, the first thing that came to my mind. So oh, that's funny, that. which I've done before. Have you? Yeah. I did not know that. It's on YouTube. You. I'll show you after this episode. Oh, okay. um, and what's funny is I did it when I was like 21, maybe 20. Didn't have anything to live for yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that part. <laughs> Man, that was tough. Um, 
but yes, I, I, I had this deep, like philosophical thought before it with my buddies. I was like, guys, like when we jump out of this plane, we're going to prove to ourselves that like, you know, we can do anything like nothing else is going to be scary. Like I really thought sounds like those speech classes paid off. Yeah. <laughs> it was right in the middle of those. It was in college. So like, I remember thinking, oh man, if I do this, like if I overcome this fear, like then nothing's going to scare me. Right. Why would a sales conversation scare me after that? Why would asking a girl out scare me after that? Like, it's funny. You think, okay, well when you've done this and I did it and I was probably scared over something the very next day, you know, I get where it wore off immediately. Yeah. So what's scarier asking a girl out or jumping out of a plane? Asking a girl out. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to lay off that topic. Listen, I care about you. Thank you. Um, (laughs) So, like, what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> I'm just so glad I could so easily derail you. <laughs> yeah, so what point were you trying to make? After the sense of peace that you have after you do something big and scary. Mm-hmm. It's like jumping out of the plane, heart's beating through your chest. You go, you do it. Kind of midway, actually, when you're jumping out of a plane, you realize like there's a strange like peaceful once you pull the chute yeah. it's like you're taking a nice relaxing float down like it's crazy but when you land on the ground you have that like oh i did that like why was i that worried about it right and it kind of ties into building up a situation in your mind before it actually happens so let's talk about that because no matter where you're at in life there are going to be situations conversations whatever where man, like you can just stew over things for gonna, days or weeks or months because you just don't want to do something. Right, and you're building up a completely false reality because mm-hmm. you have no way of knowing what the other party is thinking. Right. Right, and then you have the conversation, you do the thing, you pitch the business idea, whatever it may be, and you walk away going, that thing that I thought was an issue wasn't even the issue. Right, right. And that always reminds you, and then it's funny how the next time you have one of those conversations, you fall right back into it, right? (laughs) (laughs) But you can look back, oh, yeah. But, no, that's such a big thing is you building things up before they happen are the biggest contributor to kind of that discomfort. But I feel like we'll always do that. Like, I feel like it's intertwined in our DNA because we're a survival species. Like, our number one... Uh, hardwiring is live another day. Mm. You know what I mean? What mm-hmm. does that mean I need to do? It means that I need, in this case, warmth <laughs> on a day like right. today. Um, I need food. I need I need to try to get my body to homeostasis. Like, we need comfort. We are a comfort-seeking species. So we always have to push against the grain of that if we want to grow. I don't think you're going to grow naturally. I don't think from discomfort, not, not like physical growth, yeah, like being a baby. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I like, I don't think that you're just going to always stay in your comfort zone and do this and just opportunities are going to line up and, you know, amazing things are going to happen in your life. I think that you have to seek that discomfort out if you desire to do more. So how do we seek that out? Um, should we seek that out? I think you have I mean, to force yourself into those positions. Yeah. Right. I think. One of my, like, life mantras, I guess you could say, would be, like, boldness is always rewarded Hmm. in any instance. 
boldness has also gotten people into trouble before. <laughs> sure. Right? Sure. But boldness is, it, let's say, in the right application is always rewarded. Not ignorant boldness, but calculated boldness, right? right? It's always rewarded. When you, and it might not be at that time, you might get the door slammed in your face, but you're building that muscle that later on is going to open so many doors. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to force yourself into situations of discomfort in multiple areas of your life. So do you think it's possible to grow if you're not uncomfortable? I don't. Ultimately, like, I don't think you can live in a constant state of You don't think it just be discomfort because you would, if you were constantly under that, you'd be overly stimulated and adrenal fatigue and stressed out, like, there has to be a balance. Mm. Um, but if you have zero discomfort, I would say, no, you're stagnant because you're not stretching yourself. Like discomfort is a, when you get that feeling in your stomach, that's a signal. You know what I mean? That's your body telling you something like it's not an, it's not unhealthy to be discomfort, to be uncomfortable. Right. It's actually healthy for acute stress. But there's, like all things, in moderation, you can take too much on. Mm -hmm. So my answer is no uh, over the long run. But yes, over short seasons, like over certain periods, like you need to lay off the gas. You need to have some comfort in your life. You need, you know, there has to be a balance. Mm -hmm. But if you stay in that zone, I'd say that you can't. What do you think? I think you can. I just think that um, it leads to a life of complacency. Right. Um, Like, hey, this is working for me right now. Why should I push the limits? Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, but I think that that should be more of, like you said, like during a rest period, because there should be rest and relaxation and kind of that reset. Right. And it's calculated. It's built in. Exactly. So, so I still think it's possible, but I think that if you have goals and ambitions and Really, not not even just that, but if if you're a person who wants the best possible life for yourself and your family or whoever you're surrounding yourself with, I, I, I have to agree that you've got to do something that is going to cause some level of discomfort. Right. Because even, and this is, this is probably a really lame example, but even just going to a, a, a party, you know, like whether it's family or friends or whatever, like despite being in the service industry, despite having doing, being a DJ for 15 plus years, like right. being in social situations like that, where I don't have a purpose, like when I'm the DJ, like going to parties, it stresses me out. You so feel like badly. you're just awkward. Exactly. Kind of. Exactly. I feel that same way too. Sometimes like I, what I tell my wife is she threw a surprise birthday party for me a couple of years ago. How sweet. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> and you're not a big surprise guy I, are you well it's one of those things one yes i i do like to to know things in advance but it, it, i like attention but i like it when i have a sense of purpose right my point with all of this if i have one <laughs> <laughs> is something as simple as going to that social outing that networking event making that yourself do something you don't want to do right absolutely it, it, like it can be as simple as that and, um, I mean, easiest it, it, correlation is like, you're not going to feel like coming in the gym every day, right? Every single day. 
Sometimes you're going to feel more motivated than others. It's forcing yourself to do it. You're not going to feel like giving a presentation every day. Right. To be quite honest, with your schedule change, we had to move podcasting to Mondays instead of Fridays. Like I was in much less of a podcasty mood this morning than I am <laughs> knowing that we're going to do it on a Friday. And that's just because Monday is like the crazy day, but it's what we have to do. And I mean, I feel like we've had some good episodes from Absolutely. it. So Absolutely. every single little thing, I think any time that you're going against what that comfy feeling is, oh, that warm pillow in the morning versus going to the gym. Yes, that's that's where you grow. That's where the growth comes from. And I think that's where confidence is built. Every time that you overcome that little voice in your head, that you're better from it. Couldn't agree more. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning into the Team Train Life Change podcast. Look, we thrive off of your feedback. If you love the show, let us know. If you didn't love the show, let us know how we could do a better job. And most importantly, make sure that you are subscribed to the show. We're on iTunes for all Apple users and we're on Simplecast for any other device. It is also very important that you leave us a review on our show that actually has words in the description because those are the only ones that count. Thanks.